0: Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. Uh, oh, I'm the only one here this week. Sam is on vacation, and instead of asking him to carry a bunch of heavy podcasting equipment with him to the beach, we're going to play a repeat episode from the back catalogue of the 7 Days to Play archive. I've chosen one of my favourite episodes, and that was when we played Harry Potter, Hogwild at Hogwarts. I mean, Harry Potter, Hogwarts Mystery. We'll be back next week with a regular show, so until then, stay frosty. Mm-hmm. Keep on tapping. Mm -hmm. Tap harder. Okay, we don't have a catchphrase, but we'll see you next week. Expecto Patronum. (laughs) Do not look that up on Urban Dictionary.
1: Oh no? Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am the Slytherin Sam. (laughs) I am Slam Slam Slamtherin Sam. I am (laughs) Sam.
0: and i am edwin van ravenclaw and each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game this week it was my turn and i chose harry potter hogwild at hogwarts <laughs>
1: it's actually hogwarts mystery mm-hmm. people but missed out there they should have done that it's strange um i i checked and there is no apostrophe in hogwarts mystery
0: Mm, because it's not possessive because hogwarts is the name of the place it should be hogwarts is mystery oh i maybe. guess it's not hogwart <laughs> it's not <laughs> just a single The school of hogwart <laughs> yeah a single wart on a single hog it's not a it's not a pretty name they no. don't have pretty names in this in this world i realize i've done zero zero research about this game i know nothing about it you've watched all the movies i've watched most of the movies now i still haven't finished the last one but i was watching it at the same time as binging on seinfeld so mm. now there's a crossover in my head. Ah, little <laughs> Jerry Potter. Ooh, you're a stand-up comedian, Harry.
1: Impressive, <laughs> Mr.
0: Seinfeld. <laughs> See, this is a perfect crossover. I should do some slash fic. No. <laughs>
1: so as the Seinfeld characters, where, where do you think each, each of them belong? Like, which houses do you think?
0: Because they're all awful. They're just all in Slytherin. <laughs> They're all in Slytherin. <laughs> yeah. We
1: should do the quiz.
0: Which house are you? Oh, I did that.
1: Yeah. Uh, I did that pretty recently. And I'm uh, Gryffindor. Because mm. I'm dumb but courageous.
0: I forget what I was. I think I did one as well. I can see you as a Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I love rules too much. Mm. What's the one where following rules gives you joy? Ravenclaw. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Edwin Man, Ravenclaw. Yeah. <laughs> it works. This is the first... First Harry Potter game I think they've released on mobile? First official one. Yeah, don't go looking on the dark web for those unofficial Harry Potter mobile games. Oh boy, yeah, you don't even want to get started with <laughs> <Nasty>. those.
1: <laughs> but yeah, this is, uh, this is a game that com- came with some serious production, like Warner Brother is behind it. There's a lot of expectation around it. I think it's been covered by a few different places. And,
0: yeah, even I've heard of it.
1: Yeah, and it's launched, so it's obviously out for both iTunes and Google Play Store. So
0: They go for blanket coverage. Can you get it on Windows Phone?
1: BlackBerry? Mm, no. Palm Pilot? Because would be why would you? <laughs> this is RPG game. I would say mm-hmm. I it's really hard to describe this game. I would say it, it kind of One week we, we can do a game that's easy to describe. That'd be nice. Yeah. I'd I'd say this is like a um kind of like a, a cross between a mobile MMO game, an MMMMO, but it's not really because you're not re- you don't interface with any other person.
0: You don't a real person. You mean, yeah? So, so I don't. It, it's like yeah, it wouldn't be considered an MMO. What do you have to do at each point in time? So it's kind of like a walk around. So maybe it's a bit like a Thimbleweed Park in the way. No, not that I, mm, but I mean, you have to walk around and do things. A point and click, a tap and click, a tap and a point and tap.
1: Yeah, it's, a tap and tap. It actually very much resembles Tamagotchi Forever.
0: Wow, I was not expecting that comparison.
1: You have <laughs> you have your character. Oh, that's interesting. And then you just play some really simple games, and then you have to wait to restore your energy before you can do stuff. Right, you have to wait to restore your energy uh, before you can do more activities, and each activity has like some benefits that improves your character in certain ways. Yeah, it even has like the costumes thing. Like you can. Mm. You can change your character's costumes. Oh my god! This
0: is Tamagotchi forever.
1: This is Tamagotchi
0: forever. But without the delightful match three subgame, <laughs> right? Which is sorely missing in this <laughs> game. As our resident story fiend, how is the story? I think
1: the story is actually pretty decent. It's the mm. it's the one aspect of it that really had me consider playing it a little bit longer.
0: <laughs> I would consider playing this a little bit more. What did you yeah, What did you I name guess. your character? Oh. So there's some restrictions on what it would let me name, the character. Because <laughs> I tried to monster factory this, obviously. Yeah, I wanted to be named something like Jenny Cucumber or something. <laughs> Even that was not accepted. Everything what? I tried. Why? Why is know. Cucumber not accepted? Yeah, right? My name is Croods, Ellie much. Elia Rogers. <laughs> and you chose a female. I did. Interesting. And I tried to monster factory it, but... Cute. I tried to do like maximum features. She looks like a uh, her schnoz from the side is quite impressive. A <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: my, so I went with my default name whenever I create like a game character. Uh, first name is always Samlius for some reason, mm-hmm. and then the last name. Uh, I wanted to make it kind of you know have it belong in the Hogwarts world, so mm. I set it as Roe. So I was thinking this is going to be an Asian character. I was initially... Yeah, see, I always s- got,
0: oops, try a different name.
1: Huh. I was planning to name him like, mm. Ro, like R-O-H, you know, kind of Korean sounding. Mm, but yeah. I went with R-O-W, which f- sounds like very much a name in the Harry Potter verse. J.K. Ro. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so his name is Samlius Ro. So the game sort of starts with you getting a letter from Hogwarts. Yes saying you have been accepted into the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Oh, what a lifelong dream. Uh, apparently, this is going to be your first year, and so you go to Diagon Alley. Oh, yeah. To go and get your equipment, and you meet your first friend, um, whose name already escapes me.
0: Oh, some, like, goody two-shoes with no personality whatsoever. <laughs> Um, so, was this Goody Two Shoes
1: uh, a female for you or yes. a male? Oh, really? Yes. It was a male for me.
0: Oh. Uh, did he or yeah. she have glasses? Yes. Strange. Um, <laughs> oh, we're playing Guess Who. Yeah. That's my favorite board game. And then as you. That's an underrated game, let me tell you.
1: As you get to the school, you're introduced to the characters, you're put into your proper house. Uh, which house did they put you in?
0: Oh, uh, Hufflepuffle, puffle, Muffle, Tuff. <laughs> muffle Tuff. Yes. It's the jewish
1: school <laughs> yeah and they put me into gryffindor so immediately like there's quite some variances but it seems really from my playthrough it actually seemed like it was all sort of meant to be did it feel that yeah. way for you
0: do you have a errant sibling who has besmirched your good name
1: yeah yeah oh, okay is is it in this case is it your sister it's or brother is, it's your brother it's my yeah it's, oh, it's a brother I for me yeah. too oh, okay yeah. okay um and then you're encountered by your first antagonist
0: who is a girl for me? Oh. Melanie Rogers. Malice. I
1: think it's Malice.
0: Malice uh, Caffrey. I've no idea what name is. I wasn't Mal- paying attention. Yeah, I
1: think it's Malice something, but uh, from the house Slytherin, because of uh, course. Oh, because of course. They need to be Slytherin in order to be bad. Yes. Uh, and yeah, like the the adventure continues, you go to classes, you learn different stuff. Well well. I mean, learn is a strong word. Right. It's it's kind of silly in which you learn uh, the different you spells and objects. You learn by so, yeah. tapping
0: on things. You learn by tapping on things. <laughs> it's just how I got through school. <laughs> it's played quite a lot. Yeah, it's really grindy, right? You need to tap things to learn. You need to tap things to get I wouldn't like, to even, level
1: up. I wouldn't even say it's grindy. Like, grindy means there's... Some, like satisfying. <laughs> a, yeah, there's like some level of tedium and like hard work a little bit
0: you tap you've tapped something four times and oh you've filled up the potion or something right right and i thought there would be more elements
1: to the different games that are involved that allows you to learn things or
0: or even some kind of uh thing that you need to memorize for right. example the lumos spell i can tell you how to do that it's yeah. an inverted v and i will <laughs> tell you every single damn time you need to do it I was hoping that oh, you should be paying attention. I don't know how to do the Lumo spell. Yeah, Uh, bad for you. Nope, you have to do this every single time.
1: So, what the game does is it puts you into these scripted environments where you have to tap your way to get out of certain things or do certain spells that are very scripted. Um, so like one of the first encounter is you're trapped by these vines. Uh, you yes. have to tap the vines and then you do the lumos spell which is all very scripted and it yeah. doesn't feel like you can actually use your knowledge of like hey this vine doesn't like light let me yes. do the lumos spell to get my way out of this sticky predic- uh, predicament
0: <laughs> a sticky predicament there is literally no reason to read anything on this game as far as i can tell you can choose how you respond to some conversations which again seems to have no consequence there's so much reading.
1: There's so much reading that you have to do, and it really makes me wonder, like... They should turn
0: this into some kind of book. Who is this
1: game for? Who is this? Yeah. Right? I feel like we are kind of the core audience of this game, or we should be the core audience of this game, right? Because, like, the books essentially started Yeah, it's going to with those books. Exactly. Essentially, well, yeah. Like, a little bit we were bit. not that far off from... When the books first started, and then where the exact age of where the students were in the book.
0: Yeah, I guess I was a couple of years older, but yeah, yes, it's still a large part of my youth. Exactly, and I, so I feel like this game is totally
1: made for eight-year-olds, totally ten-year-olds, maybe. Yeah, which probably you know don't give a hoot about <laughs> Harry Potter. Now they're into the Maze Runner oh. or Hunger Games <laughs> oh, or boy. whatever, whatever bullshit that is.
0: Well, this is a case study. Do your kids know or care about Harry Potter? No. Mm. It is far too scary for them currently. Well, Aww. my my that's... kids
1: are also like six and three years old. They're, yeah. they're still too young. Yeah. But okay. I wouldn't imagine 10-year-olds really care about Harry Potter. <laughs> really, the 30-year-olds.
0: Yeah. yeah, if they were smart, make this for the 30-year-olds who have disposable income, well-paid to unlock all the bonus in there. And make the game a little bit more hardcore. Yeah. Harry Potter. Hardcore Hogwarts. Mm, that's, oh, that's, Hogwarts that. that. That's you're, you're delving into that fan. Area yeah, again. <laughs> Dark web retreat. <laughs> <laughs> Expecto Patronum. <laughs> oh. Shall we compare some of the stats? Yes. See how we got on. Actually, I, see, I just want to see, I want to see a picture of your character first. <laughs> Why are their arms so long? I, don't know, I don't know. They have
1: freakishly long arms. I'm still in year one. Okay, and yeah. I, and I assume that they're going to be in like, that's going to be future DLCs of like, you finish season one, that's mm. year one, and then you get on to year two. Yeah. I'm on level three. I guess I'm fourth. I don't know what that means. Oh, no,
0: underneath. Oh, level four. Oh, look at you go. Where Where is your courage at? So my courage is one. Mm. Oh, look at you, courage three. Oh, I My empathy is a two. Yep, we're the, we're the same there. And my knowledge is
1: two. Two. Mm. So we didn't get very far in this game.
0: Doesn't feel like it. What did you think of the story? Ugh, oh, I'm... This was a terrible game. I mean, didn't you (laughs) feel... Okay, so... uh, It took a long time to get to the story. It was mildly entertaining when characters you knew popped up. I was like, oh, here's Hagrid. Oh, here's Professor Snape. Mm -hmm. Oh, here's a sorting hat, which is kind of creepy. The mystery of your brother, who has a bad reputation, that he doesn't give a damn about, is uh, kind of interesting. But yeah, frankly... I was about this game. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was not all gripped. It was tedious.
1: I think it's almost there for me. There was a little bit about like how people perceived um the brother sort of did something with like a secret vault that's in Hogwarts and Ooh. unlocked it for Voldemort, right? Like that oh, that Vol-
0: kind of- Voldemort you have. <laughs> Okay, so you've played a little bit further.
1: And so there is something that's intriguing there, and it's actually playing with some key characters, like actually talking about Voldemort, you know, Dumbledore is in the picture, um, and it's sort of, this is like a, a it predates Harry Potter actually joining um, Hogwarts. And so I think that kind of aspect is really intriguing, and I think they did put a lot of emphasis into the story, but it's really like the gameplay and the, the game elements are just like far too childish for me to really give a hoot <laughs> yeah
0: how did you find the monetization uh tactics it's that was really that was really like one of the
1: biggest flaws for me it was such a bummer to have this whole game based around that that mechanic which i feel is like such a tired
0: monetization gaming me- mechanic so you need energy to carry on performing tasks yeah basically right and then you hit a wall and then you go, know, oh no, you need to wait 15 minutes before you can finish your potions class or buy some gems for right. only two ninety nine in the app store. Yeah, I just feel like it's, I don't know, it must
1: be successful because people are paying for it, but... Oh, as well, a tactic in general. Yeah. If they want to get actual gamers to care about their games, this is not the way to do it. It just makes me feel like, is this where all... Is this the best you can do? <laughs> big featured you know, Harry Potter franchised gaming is going to get to on mobile. And you've seen some pretty good Harry Potter games. I mean, I, there, there there have been Harry Potter games on, on consoles. Oh, I've not seen them. Which are standalone games. I mean, you do pay like 50 bucks for them, but they, they sort of replicate the movie. You know, it's like it's supposed to be mm-hmm. like a standalone game. But yeah, I feel like there was such an opportunity here to make this something really cool. And they lost me on all fronts. They mm. lost me on the monetization, the monetization aspect. They lost me on um, the gameplay elements. Kind of, kind of loses me everywhere. Was there any voice acting? There is voice acting. Oh, but because I feel like this is an international game, all what all the characters do mm-hmm. is they just emote by grunting, <laughs> right? So, so you have like, uh, like the the bad girl malice they are like ew, 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 ew. Right? And they're being like and you can read their dialogue and kinda imagine what they're saying. And then you have <laughs> Professor Snape, you know, poor Alan Rickman, or the the impersonator of Alan Rickman, being like Mmm. Mm, <laughs> mm. And I'm like, that's a pretty good Alan Rickman, right? Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, port key games, you can have those two for free. They can't
1: they can't actually say anything because I think um this game is probably like heavily uh localized
0: mm. to other markets. Yes.
1: So they just want
0: Yeah. and also it's so much easier just to use that as a loop rather right. than having to record new act- new <laughs> new new dialogue each time.
1: Can you imagine the voice actor doing that? It's like, okay, now give me a, give me a happy Snape. It's like mmm <laughs> Give me a displease Snape. Mmm mm.
0: That was really upsetting for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> right let's do some three by threes let's search around for some good points this
1: is a pretty realized look into the harry potter world and i felt really good about like visiting places like diagon alley going into uh ollie uh, was it ollie ollie war olivans olivander, olivander yes. shop you know and oh, like yeah. picking out the wand and all that stuff that i thought those are like really nice touches each room is really fully fleshed out classrooms and everything but it's very heavily based on the movies and not necessarily the books but the movies were were very good representations of the books i feel so it does feel like you're in that
0: world it's kind of fun when beloved characters show up it's good to see the characters kind of younger again right but um, still not great i don't know there's something wrong with their faces you know it is it is very caricatured
1: mm. caricaturized yeah. Um yeah, the production was great. So the CG models, they all look great. Nothing really broken.
0: <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like there is definitely a lot of artistry involved in like bringing all these characters to life in ways that's unique to the game, but not like direct copies of the movies or anything.
0: Oh, I've run out of good points. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: The other thing is like the onboarding was kind of cute, right? Like, you know, you make your character, you're, you know, opens up that letter, it reads the letter from Hogwarts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it sort of presents you into this world, which is kind of what you, kind of the feeling that you want to get as you're, um, as you start a Harry Potter game. So I thought that was really good. Yeah. On to the bad points.
0: Okay. Well, nothing about this really grabbed me. Like I agree. wish Like if they could have pushed the story front and center a little more, how interesting is it to go through getting the, getting the paper, getting, going to Diagon like Alley, going on Hogwarts Express, going to the sorting hat. I mean, yeah, yeah, I get it. But like how many times have you seen that before? Yeah. Throw me into the story earlier or give me a reason to keep on playing. There was a lot of reading.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the biggest thing is like, it just felt really childish. Um, and i think that's unfair in some way because
0: right because well it's a children's book but then is it really though gets pretty <laughs> it's a dark. young adult's book oh so-
1: sounds favorite <laughs> um but yeah the, the the games and the challenges are just way too inane and dumb uh to grab any gamer the coolest games that kids want to play are games that don't feel like they're for kids and this just feels like it's for kids no kid wants to be put through that
0: well i gotta say it's currently rocking a 4.7 star rating with uh, 187,000 reviews yes because have you seen
1: those other games they're all they're all very much in the same vein really yeah they're all kind of dumb
0: this kind of actually reminds me of what was that stupid where's waldo style game case murder mystery case
1: closed it's exactly like that it's totally the same mechanics you just tap around You don't have to use your brain. You just have to wait for a meter to recharge. (laughs) Oh, I can't solve the mystery because I've run out of energy to look for. Yeah. My final point is that this. They need need to do something about this monetization thing. The save the world thing. It's going to work for them, but for for the the save the world murder case oh just using like the energy yeah tactic like for a no-name game like that that kind of works i'm i'm fine with other that but like when you have an opportunity to make <laughs> a harry, harry potter, potter game, makes his exactly. own game but that's the problem it's like even marvel games do this right yeah um and yeah i just feel like wow it's gross come on let's get with it think of
0: some new games or new tactics yeah but we've devalued apps to the point where people won't pay for them up front but we need to change that Let's change it. But it is interesting. There is something psychological about the smaller the screen, the less you're willing to pay for something. That's true. Which
1: is dumb. I mean, these are people's computers now. There are lots of people that don't have home computers and they just rely on their phone. Let's change it. Let's start a campaign. Right. I don't know how to do that. Also, why is this game in in landscape mode?
0: Oh, Sam's all usual beef. Why? (laughs) Why the hell
1: is this game in landscape mode? So dumb there's no reason you need to use two hands at all
0: i wonder if this is even a game like i (laughs) uh,
1: you know this is is
0: definitely a game uh, it's a horrible game yeah what was that stupid game you made me play oh florence that's a game is it i to me they kind of fall into a similar vein where it's kind of interactive storytelling where it's not really a game sure and that is considered a
1: form of game mm,
0: not not in my brain okay
1: would you consider a choose-your-own-adventure book a game? Versus
0: a regular book?
1: Or not? No. It just is, is it a game? Is it a um, game? No. I think it's a game. Mm-hmm. Would, you, would you consider a maze <laughs> on, the da- on the newspaper that you draw a line through a game? Mm, yes. Yes. I would. Right? I think just because it's not interactive in ways that you perceive, mm. quote-unquote, game to be, I think they're still considered
0: games. But I think I would say, is a game fun? Is, exactly. it, is it like responsive? If I do something, it does something back, and that's fun. I think that's reading, the point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think
1: that's the better... <laughs> to me, that's the better point. That's the more valid point. Is like, sure,
0: this is a game, but is it a good game? <laughs> is it a fun game? And with that, let's get to our final seven-day ratings. Three out of seven. I, I forget how how few days I played it, to be honest two or three yeah i it was just uh oh I, boy
1: i kind of wanted to follow along with the story of like what happens to your brother but like just the gaming stuff is so you can probably
0: look that up online right now i don't know i don't i don't want to you don't care that much yeah <laughs> It was also super heavy like it takes a long time to start It mm-hmm. wants to download it even has a little warning at the beginning of the game this game downloads data while you play please consider using wi-fi right you know and it's like oh boy it's like a really slow thing to start up yeah, no, there's nothing fun about it. Sorry, and there's no headwink. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's the biggest part. <laughs> Where are the owls? Yeah. Bring and bring on the
0: owls. What should we play for the next seven days? How
1: many How many games of PUBG have you played during this week while you were supposedly playing Harry Potter, Hogwarts, Hogwild?
0: Twenty or thirty.
1: As you know, I there is <laughs> there is another game that it's PUBG like. Oh boy. Edwin, yeah, uh you have seven days to play Fortnite.
0: Should we do this in two weeks' time? (laughs) (laughs) That's a joke for the British listeners out there. You have half a (laughs) fortnight to play (laughs) Fortnite. Bravo, very good. What I know about Fortnite is it's like PUBG, but you also build things. It's like Bob the Builder crossed with PUBG. Exactly. That is
1: actually their subtitle. (laughs) It's like Fortnite Bob the Builder (laughs) plus PUBG. They've recently made some updates. It is now on season four. Let me read you
0: the description. Okay, so I think I downloaded it a while ago, and then did I delete it again? Yes, I deleted it again. Season like four I is am about to do with Harry Potter.
1: Season four is here! Hurrah! Rejoice. Season four is starting off with a bang. The comet has crashed and brings new locations to explore. Hmm. Jump in and witness the aftermath of the impact while you level up your battle pass and earn new loot. Hmm. Hop rocks. The comet has hop rocks. The comet has left a mark on the island. Visit the crater and you'll find glowing rocks all around. Consume them and lift off with low gravity. Oh, interesting. Yep, so this is available for both mobile,
0: iOS, and Google Play. Mm. So this seems to be, at least judging from the cover art, like a little bit more like a cartoony thing, where PUBG is sort of more like serious military shooty-shooty.
1: Fortnite has uh, more of a cartoony feel. You jump off a school bus... That yeah. is being flown across with a hot air balloon. And there are rocket launchers and stuff like that in this game. You can customize your glider, a.k.a. your parachute, as you glide down. I know you're very used to PUBG, so you, you're, you've well, you gotten a lot better at shooting using the touch devices on the phone. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how we feel about this one.
0: I uh, <laughs> I have got to level 27. Holy schmoly. <laughs> PUBG is one of the many metrics that I can't keep track of. I think there's going to
1: be lots to compare between the two. Oh, we'll compare and contrast. Hopefully, we can take this review as its as its own thing, as Fortnite for itself. Oh,
0: I will try and get out of the mentality before we go. What is your thing of the week, Sam? Um, I've been
1: experimenting and listening.
0: <laughs> that sounds. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> well, let's see where this goes.
1: <laughs> I've been I've been trying to get uh, a wider array of more podcasts. Um, okay.
0: I hear that's a popular pastime. People yeah. like to indulge in. Mm-hmm.
1: So I I started listening to dissect again, which is really good. Uh, it's a, it's a podcast that goes through one album in particular and breaks down everything in really great detail. It's uh, it's sort of a Spotify exclusive now, which is really exciting. Um, and so
0: where song exploder kind of deep dives into a different song each episode this does a different songs episode but it's all part of an album
1: exactly so okay. there would be um the one that i'm listening to is on kanye's uh dark twisted fantasy okay. and he goes through the history of, of the entire album of kanye as well in the beginning is like the it? first three episodes kanye's not on it
0: oh okay so you said no. he yeah he, yeah, he, he goes he through it. the okay.
1: host uh cole krishna Aha. Uh-huh. And he breaks down each episode in really great detail with a lot of musical knowledge, different references. Exactly, and it's it's fascinating, and it's interesting to listen to. Uh, I would highly recommend the... uh, If you don't like Kanye, his first season is about...
0: Well, maybe if you don't like Kanye, you should listen to it, and you'll find a newfound appreciation. Exactly. For someone like me, maybe I should listen to it, because I don't really know what a Kanye West is. (laughs) I don't think I even know a song
1: i don't know what kanye west is either <laughs> better better if you don't just listen to it other thing i've been listening to is another podcast from the nerdist called talking tunes talking tunes and it's run by uh rob paul Polly, i think and he's sure. the voice of jacko or yakko in animaniacs so he has like this really distinct voice
0: animaniacs that's going back a little, back quite a ways yeah they've got baloney in their slacks <laughs> exactly
1: he obviously has a lot of like voice acting friends from the industry. And the one that I sort of looked into is with an episode with Bill Farmer, who does the voice of Goofy. And it's just fascinating to hear his oh, normal co- voice. So is
0: it kind of old tunes then? Like tunes I would have heard of? Not these young, you new people? With no, no, their, no. They have like new
1: people in there as well. Bob's like Burgers and the Horse Boy. Yeah. Like, Back to the Future. They have an episode with John DiMaggio, who voices Bender from Futurama. They're
0: still pretty old though. That's what I've heard of. If I like, if I if I if I know who the character is,
1: yeah, they also have Reese Darby who does the voice of one of the guys in Voltron, the new Voltron. Voltron. He's the New Zealand guy. Is that Voltron? <laughs> Never. Why am I saying
0: Voltron? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Check out the episode with the Bill Farmer because I think it's fascinating, and they talk about um like <laughs> uh, a really interesting part where goof. They talk about a Goofy movie, which is one of my childhood favorite movies. Oh. And there's a, a cult following behind it, which is very unexpected for oh. a, a random little Goofy movie.
0: A Goofy Goofy movie.
1: And they went to this Comic-Con for a panel for the Goofy movie, and they just thought it'd be some like really small event. But it was like a sold-out show, <laughs> and people were lining out the door to, to, to listen to this panel. And it's just fascinating to listen to them uh, talk about their, their craft. Of voice acting because you know I think it kind of closely relates to what we try to do as podcasters emoting with a voice is completely different from emoting with your body
0: We're just a disembodied voice in your head right now <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and it's certainly something that I've been more attuned to as we've done more podcasting
0: quick thing of the week for me movies with Mikey in defense of the last Jedi because I think it's safe to say neither of us particularly well, we weren't crazy about the last Jedi but watching this Hmm. I have new respect for it. I don't necessarily change my mind. I don't think I enjoy it any more or less, but it is interesting to see. Let's have a, a new perspective on it and very eloquently argued and some good point put forward. Definitely worth 20 minutes of your time. Eloquently argued, very
1: funnily implemented.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 there I, are parts, yeah. I really
1: like it when, kind of, when Mikey kind of goes, and, and then there's a pancake. <laughs>
0: There are a bunch of in-jokes in there. So uh
1: you can gloss over those. Mikey is obviously like a very creative writer, and so
0: he puts these things together very well. Yeah, we've talked about it in the past. If you if you know things like the nerdist or well, the ner- was it nerdwriter one or every frame of painting, which are very, you know, serious, dry looks, it's the art of cinema. This is kind of r- refreshing. Refreshing but well backed. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So definitely check that out. And another little quick thing, I'm gonna call it now. Westworld season two is gonna be a <laughs> <laughs> floppy flop yeah we'll come back to this in a few weeks time and see how my prediction holds up but ooh, boy, i don't know mm. i i did this the thing that's always a bad sign is when you press down on your remote control to see how much longer the episode goes on for <laughs>
1: <laughs> i do that with really good movies oh for
0: me i see I do with that do that like, oh right bad so over. <laughs> this is a bad sign <laughs>
1: yeah so my my take on westworld is that i was so happy with the way the season one ended yeah. that i was completely fine with mm. not even expecting a season two so you've not i haven't watched it at all
0: and that's our show play along with us for the next half fortnight the game fortnight follow us
1: on instagram follow us
0: on twitter at seven days to play
1: and uh, don't email us seven days to play